Welcome back, everyone, to the Iron Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, John Garner, here with my co-host, Joshua Ellis. How are you doing today, Josh? Fantastic. You? Fantastic. Jacob? Peachy Keens. So we have Jacob on as a guest today. We're going to be recapping the previous meet from last weekend, um, June 5th. We did, They did the Virginia Open at Titan Fitness in Roanoke. So, uh, Josh, why don't you tell me about your experience at Titan Fit? No, I'm going to let Jacob tell, him, tell y'all his experience first. All right, Jake, why don't you tell me about your experience? Well, it all really started when I was a young boy. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 a, and a will to win. <laughs> <laughs> By how much? Oh, uh, 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 you know, my other competition, who was a formidable, respectable opponent, mm. um, uh, mm. was about 2.2 pounds less of a man than me. Mm. <laughs> Can y'all believe that? One flipping kilogram. Who it was that guy? came down to that. Who was that guy? Oh, you know who it was, Punk. Oh, oh was that you? <laughs> <laughs> It was de- it was definitely a great it was a great experience, man. Um, the thing is, is like we knew going into the competition that we were our only competition uh, to ourselves, which you know it just makes me think of you know Franco Colombo and Arnold Schwarzenegger when they were in the gym and training, and you know you know you know granted they were bodybuilders and you know we were training for powerlifting, but. Franco Colombo and, and Arnold, man, they talk so much smack in the gym. They would be in there anywhere from two to four to six hours in a day training and, you know, talking trash and trying to outcompete the other, but yet being so supportive, man. And, you know, it was a really good balance of, hey, look, man, don't be a flipping sissy and look, go own that, you know. So, you know, to have that camaraderie and um, build that relationship and that rapport with one another is not just, you know, training partners, um, but, um, you know, genuine friends and, you know, they, uh, you find some of the best people in the world in a gym. You you find some of the best people in the world on a platform, on a stage, you know, in the mirror, you know, con- constantly doing everything that they can to protect their, you know, perfect their body, per- uh, perfect their form, their technique. You know, uh, bodybuilding has a platform of its own, powerlifters have a platform of its own, um, but in the end, it all comes down to hard work and dedication. Um, whether it's that, you know, 0.1, on the Grow Die podcast, um, you know, Team Haley, it's like, you know, you put in that extra sweat, that extra blood, those extra tears just to get that 1%. You know, and a lot of people don't really understand to what extent that can go to. Uh, mentally, emotionally, physically. Um, and in a, in a partnership as well, you know, so as long as you're continuing, you know, like Jacob made a really good point. He's like, you know, as far as the platform, as far as, you know, competitions and medals and golds and places and stuff like that, as long as he said, you know, as long as I can beat myself and get better myself, that's what matters, you know, yeah. at the end of the day. But 2.2 will never, ever, I'm, it'll never happen again, America. In, in, in Italy and Brazil and I think statistic, <laughs> statistically speaking the odds of that happening again are very low as well so the odds are ever yes. in your favor yeah so <laughs> as Jacob goes over here and gets a little wink um uh, no but Josh is right I, I I love talking a lot of smack if anybody knows me if everybody ever showed me something that bothered you know uh damn I'm definitely gonna press that button but in a, in a friendly way but uh yeah, as long as I beat myself, I'm winning every time. 
That's all that matters to me. If I have fun, if this sport remains fun to me, and I beat myself every year, that's all that matters to me. I win every time. I'm like those kids at a McDonald's commercial. You know, you might lose, but I got that Happy Meal, bro. <laughs> so, I'm next, loving it. Next question for you. You said you'd go to Westside with me after you deadlifted 600 pounds. So, why am I going to Westside? Oh, uh... Man, I, I don't know, man. I guess that's all on to do list, huh? Yeah, I guess it's better. I would say it might be even after next January or whatever, but take that calendar out. I don't care if I'm bodybuilding, whatever. As long as I'm not in prep close to a show, I'm going to Westside. I'm going to kill myself at Westside. Uh, maybe I want to bench 405 first. Always <laughs> <laughs> oh, the next roadblock. John's like, oh, come on. I've been to Westside. You've been to Westside. Yeah, I've been to Westside. I've been to Westside. I will be honest with you. Um, it's a totally different atmosphere. One of the greatest days of my life. Greatest weekends of my life. I won't lie. I mean, don't was, let your it, wife hear that. It's, uh, she, she knows it. <laughs> <laughs> it is definitely a totally different atmosphere. Um, Blondie was with, you know, with me when I went, which was a great experience. And you know, um, they will bring the best out of you there. They yeah, so that's why you don't have to just go. You got you got to train with them. Yeah, training with uh, going a lot, like and just visiting and just like training with them for a few days is way. Yeah, my, I want to train with them. Yeah, submerge like yourself. Just, just see it. I mean, it's not that nice of a gym. In order it's to not appreciate. It's to see, but to be there and work with them, that's where the experience is You appreciate what they have. Yeah, you're in the pit. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you're literally in the belly of the beast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, like I said, it's, it's an atmosphere now. If you could have a gym like that, and you could bring those type of people, that type of energy, that type of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, the culture because no matter what you, you can get the shiniest gym nicest gym best equipment ever and if the culture sucks you're not going to have anybody who's really of it any merit there you're not going to have any culture you're not going to have any people there who you enjoy being around you're not going to enjoy the vibe you're not going to enjoy training there but you can take a dumpster gym rusted up equipment shit's torn up um, things falling apart duct tape on the seats and you'll enjoy that gym more just because of who's there with you absolutely every uh, time I agree I agree I love the dungeon environment. Yeah, you know, for me, you know, having the gym close to the house, you know, the garage next door, but um, it's it's so much better than any other gym that you know I've ever been to. For me, with me starting my own gym over the next couple of years, making that happen when I do it, it's going to be trying to find the fine line between the two of having the nice facility mm-hmm. but keeping the dungeon vibe, and that's going to be that fine line to walk because. I don't want to be that health center. Everyone walks in and just it's prissy. I want people, you know, you can throw up, bleed on the bar, whatever yeah, you need to do. Yeah, work clean, hard. Clean it up. You clean, you clean the hell up. But like, <laughs> if you're pulling a deadlift and you, you accidentally let somebody out of your pants, that's the vibe we want. Like, you better work and keep pushing. Titan, yeah. Titan Fitness was probably a good example. Exactly. Yeah, do you, I think they read my mind. Probably what yeah, you're looking good, for. Perfect balance. The yeah. only, what I would do, say Titan Fitness, take a facility like that is, Take that, and I just want something a little bigger because it's very compact. Yeah, 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 but overall, fine. things were clean. They had good equipment. They had heavy ass weight. They had good yeah. people, um, and it went well. I think that as far as for everyone warming up at the meet goes, there wasn't enough space for that, or that wasn't thought out well. There was, there was plenty of people there. I think yeah. it was more, and I might sound boastful here, but like me and Josh, I feel like give off a vibe. Like we know exactly what we're doing. We've been lifting with each other every day. We know each other inside and out when it comes to lifting. Mm-hmm. And we just drew people. Yeah. There was there was racks free left to right of us, but everybody was like they wanted to work with us. They wanted to be like, hey, how would that look? Yeah. Like and, and like by like I think that's what messed like Josh up on his bench and some of our lifts because we're so fried, giving people handoffs or just unloading and loading plates for people trying to help 
everybody out. And that's what it's about at the end of the day. For sure. But, like, it kind of affected our own list at the end of the day. I mean, it, it really did. He um, gave a few people handoffs. I mean, you didn't even know. I lifted off I lifted off four people in my flight. Yeah. You know yeah, what so I mean? So you lifted and running back and forth. Yeah. 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 And the thing is, is I was lifting off right before my bench. Yeah, we were back until to back. La- until the last one. My third attempt, I kept it the same because they bombed me on one. And he lifted and come right behind me. Yeah, you know I was I, mean? I was like was bloodshot like, in the face, and I was just like, "I got you, buddy." You know, and it's just that's where you know you got to have your coach, or you got to have somebody that is dependable to be able to lift it off. And the thing is, is like when you're training with someone, or if you're coaching someone, and you're being the one that's lifting them off all the time, they know where you need to be. They know yeah. where your engagement stops. Random come do it. Yeah, you know, it's gonna throw you off. I mean. You can have someone random come do it if they're good at what they do. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, ultimately, as long as they're good at what they do, you know, but it didn't matter who I was lifting off. I was still giving them cues. I was telling them to squeeze. I was telling them to engage. You know, really flex that back, snap that bar. And then, and then when they're ready, I jump, I hop out the way, you know? So it's, it's one thing if you're going to pass the bar, anybody can pass a bar. You know, or anybody can, you know, be that spotter, but can you be that driver yeah. for them? Can you hammer home for them to for focus? James and Mary Beth, in terms of the near them, it was in the near, and James, uh, I think, on his last bench attempt, because I think he got called on one of them, you know, whispered to him, like, hey, like, you got this man to stay tight, don't mess up, or whatever. I don't remember exactly what I said to him and stuff, but, you know, let him focus. As you got in trouble, I forget which one of you it was, Me. but um, <laughs> when I said, hey, let's effing go, and I got in trouble. Oh, no, 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 no. I thought you were talking about when I slapped Jacob on his first bench. Oh, yeah. second. No, did, they get, second. You got in trouble for that? Yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah, so in a meet. Um, this is my best bench, too. So the one I slapped. Failed, yeah. I you got in trouble for it? Huh? Did he get in trouble for it? Yeah, well, it didn't necessarily get in trouble, but, in trouble, but they could they could red light him for being for being touched, like in the actual lift. Oh. Because once he's on that platform, nothing. So else. Him on the platform, like yeah, yeah, you can't touch him. Nothing. Like it's there's nothing going on. Like you can't you can't shoot him with adrenaline or shock him on the platform. On the platform, That's you can do it in preparation right to it. Gotcha. You know, and I, I don't know if it's. I don't understand, you know, the reason, but I respect it. Yeah. yeah. You know, but I used to do it to him when we were training here. Smack right on the bench. Yeah. I'd slap him right on his, right around the side of his chest and his ribs, you know, because that's going to fire you up. Yeah. It's going to shoot. Yeah, that's going to shoot that adrenaline through yeah. you because you're not expecting it. Fight or flight. I'm you know what I mean? Fight, you know. So, um, but uh, no. One of you went for one of your attempts, and I yelled, let's effing go. And the guy looked at me, and he pointed at the live stream, and he gave me his look, and he's like, really, man? No, I'm bad. No. <laughs> You guys really fired me up on deadlifts. Like, he whispered a few things in my ear, and you were yelling at me. It was so synchronized. Uh, not a lot of people can get me there with the place I got in that deadlift. Uh, thank you guys for that. Like, like, even when I came off, like, Josh wanted to take pictures. And be like, hey, he was still know, mad. Blah, and I was still, eye. like, it took, it took a while for me to get out of. Yeah, for sure. That that mindset because it was like it took. You look at your missed attempt for that state record, and you look at your face. That's the look of a man who's a ready to rip person. someone's head off. That's not Jacob. Person. That's the yeah. demon came out in that face. Yeah. There, you showed Katie yesterday. I was like, look at that face. I was like, that man, you won't mess with that, that moment. Hell no. Oh, it's like um. I was like, what well, that face, bro? Just... Oh, what, what's his name yeah. from West Side uh, that they call uh, uh, that has pound for pound uh, 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 records uh, West Side? They called him Neutron. What's what's his name? You know what I'm talking about? From uh, exactly. Westside versus the world, he uh, it's footage every time at the meet. You see, uh, when he gets out of the lift, he always launches somebody out of the way, 
What, what was the guy who um, chucked, <laughs> chucked Louis Simmons? Did you see yeah, that, that's the guy I'm talking about. Louis but that's what reminded me of, like, it, I totally get that now. Because if somebody was right there, like, in my face, like, good job, I will blast at them right out. Yeah. Because I'm just not there. I'm not Jacob. Louis pushed him, and he pushed Louis. Louis hits the ground, and he goes and helps Louis up, and Louis's like, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I totally understand that I had a total Arnold moment that weekend because um, I was on the fence of doing that uh, that meet for a, for a little bit, and uh, I finally had the the balls to do it. And, and also, Josh, you know, kind of hinted like, "Hey, like we're the only ones competing out there." And so, like, so like Arnold, when he was in basic training, he went AWOL. You know that for to win junior, uh, I think, uh, Mister uh, Europe. And he Are you talking about back when he was in Europe before he came over to the U.S.? Or? Yes, yes, because he was in the Army, uh, Austria Army. And so when he was in basic training, he went AWOL. And uh, they caught him, but he came back with first place. And he spent two weeks in prison, in military prison. And when they told him, like, it was worth it, he was just like, I wanted to win, and that was the consequence, so I was willing to go. Like, I, I went, I played hooky Friday, work to uh, um, weigh in and then Saturday I was, I was actually on call but like my wife was like she was like well, what happens if you have got called in I was like well you know I will have gone in but but you know the consequences were you know winning was more important to me or you know competing battle royale with Josh over here mm-hmm. um, was more important to me than um, the consequences like putting those numbers on the board it was like a total Arnold moment for me that's cool Compare yourself to Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> no, he's got it's Franco and, and uh, Arnold. Well, I mean, there. that's, that's the comparisons no, 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 that good. we have because of yeah. the and, and, and it's it's the camaraderie. Yeah. That's right. Um, it's the camaraderie. It's the drive. It's it's the partnership. It's the bond. Like the thing is, is like you, if you if you know anything about Franco Colombo and, and Arnold inside their training, like. They weren't necessarily at the gym for themselves. They were there to be there for their partner. You know what I mean? So that bond would it was it was unbreakable. You know, it's like there's days where, you know, Arnold definitely didn't want to lift. But he showed up every day because he had a partner that depended on him. I was injured one day. I showed up and he was He showed up and didn't even lift. He was like, Why are you here? I was like push you through it. Remember the day I showed up and you squatted with wraps, you hit 455 with wraps for the first time? Yeah. I just I was just sitting there, I'm like, I'm not working out. I just watched him lift, coach him through his squats, and I was like, all right, I'm going home. <laughs> I was like, later. Yeah, but I mean, that's just it, though. Like, that stuff matters, man. It does. That really, truly matters. And that, you know? 100%. You know, because, you know, and even if, it, even if it's, think about when you go to your gym or when you go train somewhere, there's always that one person that you don't even have to know their name, the energy that they put off. The vibe that they put off, but d- d- just that, yeah. just that sense of you know what? Okay, they're here. Sweet, got somebody else that's in the same realm, that's on the same mindset. It's how we you met. Know? Yeah, it's exactly how we met. You know, originally, like way back when. Yeah. You know, but it's just, dude, you're only going to be as good as your team. You're only going to be as good as your squad and people who train around you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at you know, speaking of you know the Girl Dot Podcast, look at Team Haley. Okay, savages. Yeah. Exactly. You know, but the squad, if you got a hashtag real squad, dude, there's nothing, there's nowhere to go but up. Even when you fall down, even when you fall back, there's still nowhere to go but up. There's no ceiling. Just go higher. 
and higher and higher and higher. You know, and the thing is, the strength runs in numbers. Yeah. The bigger the team, the bigger the squad, the bigger the reality. I was yeah. going to the gym, Justin's gym. Uh, shout out to Justin. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was going there at 4 a.m. And <laughs> good luck trying to get someone to come at 4 a.m. every day. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've had that battle my entire uh, life. And I didn't even know Josh. And, and I, he started showing up. And I was like, hey, 4 a.m., huh? 4 a.m. guy. The old faithful 4 a.m. was just like, why don't you just start training with me, guy? I just start teasing him, you know, picking at him, like, like just little by little. And then one day he was just like, all right, let's go. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. we just kind of started clicking because we just, like, as we started getting to know each other, um, we just, I just started, like, throwing it out even harder. Like, he would, like, do a lift. And I was like, can you honestly tell me you just use all, you know, everything mm-hmm. you got? And he just, like, looked at me with, like, Go get a look and be like, all right. And it goes under there. And Bet. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. yeah. And then um, our schedule's changing. And uh, I didn't kind of run into Josh again until lifting with you. Yep. So. Yeah, John was like, hey, man, you got to work out with us sometime soon. And I was like, all right, how about Saturday? One Saturday's like, Let's go. Yeah. All right. All right. Legs. Yeah, yeah, he showed up. And then he showed up and was like, oh, really? Yeah. And then we're right. like, oh, all right. And then when he... Because Rustic Gym over here, that was just such a better vibe, and we just were like, well, we're going here, I guess. You know, kinda, you know nothing against, you know, the powerhouse. Shout out to them, because they have a beautiful facility. They have a yeah. great facility. The culture sucks. No yeah. offense to them. Like, Dang, John. Well, I'll, I'll say it. Like, I, I no love great like people. Ricky Bobby but when I walk there. in there, I mean, the culture is not, you don't walk in there and think Can't that you're in a flex with a bunch of bodybuilders. Like, you still feel like you're in a lifestyle client type of gym, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's the aura, man. It's just, it, you don't feel the you energy when you walk that, through the yeah, door. You don't get that lightning. Yeah. Like, I know that there was a time, like, when I would walk into the gym in Charlottesville, dude, it was like electricity, dude. It was like, you know what? It's flipping go time. It, I've had comes in waves. So. I, mean, I didn't work out with them a whole lot, but when I did, and we went in there, I used to be excited to walk in there. It was like shit. And then a lot of the people changed. If COVID happened, all that shit. There's a lot of factors. There's a lot of factors. Even Mary um, Beth says she goes in there and there's different people, different vibe, different culture. The, the gym, though, it, it, it'll come back. It, it yeah, comes in it waves. Comes. Like, when I went to Westside, we had Big Cliff, uh, Jacob, uh, uh, Cord- Cordin, Corbin. Corbin. Yeah, um, Corbin. Uh, Chris, had, um, Chris uh, Griffin. Griffin. Yeah. Like, like Griff. it'll come in waves. There'll be another group of guys. And then the electricity will be lit, lit up again because those big guys will be rocking the house. It's just, it's just, you know, how life is. Like, COVID sent a lot of guys home. You know, yeah. Wolf didn't work out. Uh, he had to work out at home. He still but, does. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, so it's just like a, still a lot does. of you like, know, it's like big driving guys. Yeah, no, the energy you, Wolf brings to a room when you work out with him is intense. Cause oh, if you thought I was cool. in a dark place, if, if Wolf was there too, oh, man, I would have been off the wall, man. He yeah. gets me to a place too. Yeah, but, Wolf, Wolf's good at what he does. Yeah. He, he's is, good at inspiring people. He's very, he's very powerful. Yeah. He knows exactly where to hit me. Both being Army, he knows exactly where to push my butt. Yeah. You know, there's there's times where, you know, you want to get to that dark spot. Yeah. It's, and it's like it's so hard to get there. It, because you're if it just is. It's so hard Especially to get there. Especially if life's not hard at well, that moment. I've you know had I mean? the opposite result. With everything that's happened to me, I found it harder. It's almost to the point where, because my life, like, it's not, there's been a lot of tragic shit that's happened or whatever, and I don't let that define my life a lot of people don't know about a lot of things that have happened in my life but it's almost to the point now it doesn't even feel like I have something to pull from anymore because there's just been so many I can't just pick one it's you it maybe I don't know I just feel like I can't get that like I think about it I, I, things make me sad like yeah my dog died in my fucking arms a month ago yeah I'll cry about it or whatever but I don't get 
I can't get that fire from it where I'm just like, I'm ready to rip something. Maturity. Yeah. That's why, because as you get older, less things get it's you just, angry because you, you're thinking of it logically more. Yeah. more. And I just like, feel, there's nothing like, you can like do said, about it. The storm so just feel poised. It's to the point where that's, I don't have the energy to get mad. Yeah. I don't have the energy to do anything. I'm just, I go through my motion. I go through my work and like, not that I didn't like go, just go through the motions, but like, I just still go through life. And so it's like, I try to dig deep, you know, go into squat and I'm just like, get mad, get fired up. And it's like, whether I'm laughing, whether I'm mad, whether I'm in pain, it doesn't hit that same fire. And this is something that's almost messed with my head a little bit because um, this is probably, uh, you You understand, you watched Avatar, right? So remember when Zuko could no longer fire Ben because he couldn't get mad anymore? Yeah. Or whatever, right? <laughs> and, uh, this is super lame. I'm but such that's, a little nerd. Yeah, yeah, so that's kind of that feeling. It's like, I don't know where to draw from anymore because as much as going on, sad or whatever, to the point anymore, I'm just, I'm tired of all that shit. It doesn't mean mad anymore. Shout out to all of anime fans, right? But yeah, so like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of how it feels that, like I train, I still train hard, still push, but it's like that dark place doesn't seem to be as dark and it's like trying to... You gotta, it. you gotta find a, another place to draw it from it and you know, they've seen it and you've seen it in movies over and over again, like some characters will... They've, they've gotten so far off of rage, but now they got to find something else to, 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 to pull from. It's like, I'm so used to the rage of doing it. I'm sure you it's could like fi- find four other characters in different story arcs yeah. of different movies that have the same thing. Um, like, uh, like in X-Men, Magneto, like, he's just like, he's like firing off that rage because he was a uh, victim of uh, the Holocaust. You know, so he's like, he thinks of people that kill his family, but like Professor X just like shows him like, if you find serenity, like, like that spot that's like right between like like think of those moments that you had um that you're grateful for and everything that you're you're fighting for or um Gardens of the Galaxy when you know the end of the second movie where he's learning how to control uh, control his powers and um Yondu is just like hey I don't use my head I use my heart right and so he thinks of all the good times and all like the the grateful people he has in life and then he gets Freaking swollen god mode and kicks uh what's his and uh, name's ass. I've seen yeah. that movie so long, but I can't. I'm but 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 like like I, I said, it's story arc over and over again. In case you know three different ways, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but you just gotta instead of using rage, you gotta find out like well, like for example, I got my wife in that in that crowd. Like I want to make her proud. I want to make me proud. I want to make my father proud. I want to make my name, like. Like my legacy, yeah, see, like like like. So what if if somebody molested me while while I was younger, or somebody, um, like put me down, or someone called me a name, or so you know I came from a broken home, or I went to prison, or or I didn't get my chances a football star, or I didn't get my chances in the military. Like, what do I have now? What to fight for? Mm-hmm. You know, right? Yeah, I like that. That's good. Yeah. That's the truth, though, man. Because that, that's your foundation, what you have now. Yep. So what's next for you guys? As far as, because I know you had talked about stepping away from left and Oh, man. I, I, I'm thinking this is just the beginning, bro. Yeah, so... This, this relit my I, flame. This I look at you, Jacob, flame. and I see untapped potential. Yeah. You got it. You can be strong. You can be great. And you just need the support system to be there. You need the mind to be there. And I think now where you're at, having just changed jobs, you're away from a job that was almost... A stressor. Yeah, it was just an extra stressor. You didn't enjoy being there. Everything was just whatever. Now you're in an environment. Yeah. You're hanging out with Josh. Well, Josh isn't going to stop listening anytime soon. No. And so you're in that point. Now you have to push. You're in a job that's making you feel more fulfilled. You're enjoying your day-to-day more. Hopefully it stays that way. Yeah. Um, you've seen what you're capable of. The doctor told you you'd never deadlift 600 pounds. And he's Fuck in him. London right now. I can't, I can't even find him. Ah, I'll wait for him to come back. 
Oh, but uh, my buddy, my buddy that, that works at uh, Sentara, he said he'll let me know when he comes back. Yeah. Because he's just know. like, you're going to let him know? I'm just like, dude, he's in London right now. Yeah, you're going to let him know. And you better. <laughs> Definitely going to let him know. Have you talked to Justin since the meet? I haven't. I, I haven't uh, reached out to Justin. I, I, I want you so badly. I, I've come such a long way. I'll, I've been wanting to have a housewarming party, but I have some few last things. <laughs> Same. I haven't wanted to. But I know, right? right? So I need but to take the like, house, whatever. Yeah. Wife's like, no, you need to do this and this first. I'm like, uh. And then I want to invite everybody from like a through three different walks of life of like that I've grown through. Like, hey, look what I've done. And just like, oh, like, this is me. like this how have you been? Like Justin, Tony, all of my favorite people from the gym, people I worked with at Three Notch, I'll, even some people from the hospital. They ain't all bad. Uh, you guys, people in people in general, I love are not people. bad people. Man. Yeah, like. There's so much good out there in the world. You know, it's just so many people are just caught up in what they view is important, you know, in their life. You know, they, they take away a lot of the good that people can offer. Your blueprint's going to define your reality. So I'm talking about your blueprint. It's, if your blueprint says the only way for you to be happy is to have X, Y, and Z, and you don't have X, Y, and Z, you're not going to be happy even if you have A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, O, P, whatever. Just all the way up had a lot to do with my blueprint as a power lifter like I was just like a young kid going in and out at his gym when he was just for starting on his own mm-hmm. and he was just all like I don't know he's just a great guy and he was he'll always be like an, like an older brother to me like a goofy bearded viking older brother <laughs> yeah, I was that father figure and you said older brother I was like oh, okay I see it dude for real man like I'm that's all I've experienced with him, and that's all I want to experience with him. You know, nothing more, nothing less. He's definitely got. He's definitely got the brain, you know, to be able to, you know, accommodate any person that walks into a gym. Um, there's no excuses of why you are um, unable to do a specific movement or technique to be held in. Um, proper form, position, et cetera, et cetera, you know, he'll he'll be able to accommodate any instabilities and stuff that you have to help strengthen for you to be able to progress. Uh, I do give him that because, I mean, he's got a brain and it's all fitness. You know what I mean? Literally. I mean, it's, it's all fitness. And he's a good coach. Absolutely. He's a great coach. You know, so... When you're in a fitness industry, whether you are training, just working out, you deal with egos, you deal with self-taught, self-learn, you know, and if you are in your own facility, you know, that is literally yours, you want it run your way, you know, and in some instances, um, you got to be able to accommodate what's happening in that fitness like you would accommodate someone's technical form. Yeah, because there's shifts in the industry, shifts in personality, exactly. shifts in ego, shifts in whatever. Exactly. You know, now, that's hard to do. That's hard to transition over into. And I know that that's, that's something that Justin has dealt with in my experience. Oh, you're um, you know, being being set it you know one way and understanding this is how it needs to be how many variations of every single exercise are there but exactly if it's not this way the way i want it to be done yep. and those things end up causing i think a lot of um uh what's the word like a grip and um what's the word? friction 
Yeah, within. conflicting. Yeah. It's conflicting, you know, but it's like, no, do this, no, do this, no, do this. Cool. You know, but don't get me wrong, people put their pants on the same way, but not everybody puts their left foot first or their right foot first. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, well, I put mine right, that means you do. No, that's not necessarily the case. Two plus um, two is four, one plus three is four. Yeah. Six minus two is four. Yeah, there's there's definitely many ways to look at it. And everybody's brain's different, like you just said, three ways. You know, you got to be able to explain something to someone three different ways, or you need to be able to attempt things, you know, three different ways to be able to get someone to understand how to do one thing. Yeah. You know, um, West Side. You know, you can't you can't say West Side hasn't evolved. You know, they had to. They, they had it, to. Exactly. Watch the documentary they talk about the whole time. Yeah, you know, they have to evolve. But that doesn't mean they don't the sport evolves. keep it keep it the same, you know, on the same plane. They're the same core. Yeah. Exactly. Same core, you know, the core stays. Same Louis. Exactly. You know, but the knowledge and technique and form and stuff evolves and changes. And look at the machines and stuff that he's created. Oh, you know, look at the equipment genius. he's created. Like, that's what made Westside. He's like a Lifting isn't what made Westside. No, he's like a power lifter Yoda. The belt squat. They did really the, um, the, he built, he built the, I mean, reverse the reverse hyper. The reverse hyper, everything, yeah. Yeah, because he's a lot of machines in there. There's a lot of machines in there you've never seen anywhere else. Yeah. yeah, and that's true, though. You know, but that's just it. For him, and Louie's a great coach, you know, but what put Westside on the map was Louie's brain yeah. and the equipment that he created. Yeah, don't get me wrong, it went hand in hand with the chalkboard that he's got. Legendary chalkboard, yeah. right? You know what I mean? That and that's just it, though. Like the training went with the equipment and stuff that he created to help make people stronger. Yeah. Applying accommodating resistance. And you know, evolving. And then, I mean, like you said, he's definitely he's definitely the powerlifting Yoda. And people talk he about you know like max effort method and the different methods that Westside use and how oh it's impactful this or that. What happens is the individual um, high intensity training bodybuilding style the Yates method you know one set till failure exercise and move the hell on you know and build that every week. Those different training modalities they don't work for everybody because m- mentally you have to be there willing to do that. If mm-hmm. you were told that you had to do a one rep max every single week on your compound list and a variation a variation of them. Some people can't do that every week because mentally the idea long. of that heavy weight on their back, whether the central nervous system fatigues or not, and don't even get into that, it's just that's intimidating some people and the mindset's not there. So that's why you have you know the reps up in reserve training, utilizing RPE more, um, progression over time, building your weight up instead of just working to a max and then doing your accessory work. But it all yeah. works. It just matters what works best for what each, each individual and how well they can stick to it. <clears throat> and that's what happens like... I'm sure you guys in your programming now, it's different than what you guys have done in the past, what you've done with Trevor. A little bit. But believe, believe it or not, it really, it really was. Yeah. It really was different with Trevor um, Vassar, which is a great coach, it. great programming. Um, I love keeping it fresh, like yeah, always learning. Like fitness, you can go so many different ways. It's like languages. There's like so many of them out there. Yes. Yeah. I mean, but with my experience, my experience through um, powerlifting, which, you know, has been, you know, fairly brief, Really, um, within the past three years, you know, really went into powerlifting and um, advancing in that. I had always been fairly strong, you know, uh, growing up playing ball because uh, we did all strength training uh, in high school and going into college. You know, so being strong was never really an issue for me. Uh, enhancing that strength was different. Uh, got to, you know, got to the gym in Charlottesville and there was bands and chains and bamboo bars and you know all that stuff and, and I could I could tell a big difference uh, within the year 
you know, that I was there doing that type of training. Um, and then started programming through Trevor Bazer at Bazer Strength, which is, you know, the eighth strongest person uh, in the USPC currently. Yeah. Uh, and he's get he's got a meet coming up in September, so I really I really well, so that untapped potential, right? Yeah, dude. And I'm gonna be honest with you: if you take his numbers, like everybody in the top eight are 500 pounds or less to Dan Bell. Yeah. Now again, Dan Bell's probably gonna keep going up because that's a strong mother. Yeah, uh, I trained at his facility down in uh, Florida. Uh, two years ago, we're going to be training and there, we're gonna, and we're going to go there. Weeks? Perfect Storm. Oh, that's awesome. In two weeks, we're going to go there and go to Perfect Storm and train there. Yeah. Um, you know, now another gym we'll, checked off. Yeah, will we bump into him? Maybe, maybe not. If not, the fact that we'll be there uh, at Perfect Storm, you know, will be will be pretty cool. And they got a great facility as well. It's actually split in two sides, you know. Um, but I got I got diverted there, you know. But with the powerlifting for me, we did, you know progressive you know with Trevor there was no bands was I no wish there was a little bit more bands though I like bands well that's we just it though sports, you know sports. we, we had, had strictly prep meet time that was it there was really that's no true. off season that's true. That's because true. when you're in prep you're not really going to do a lot of band work in prep that's more of an yeah. off season thing yeah. Now, when you're box squatting and stuff like that that's different when you're doing conjugate that's different but, but it's a totally yeah. different programming. Uh, but we touched base with Trevor and was like, you know, hey, look, we're gonna add some bands in there. Like, what's the what's the off season? Because, you know, we just know prep for the last meet. Yeah. You know, again, yeah. it'll change going into the next one. You know, but ordering bands and you know going through all that. That's 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 in the plans. That's in the progress. Yeah, no, yeah. The, absolutely. Jacob the doing the meet in January with you too. I'm probably gonna be like play with them all all like. What six months back? Yeah, I'll do it. No, I don't know, man. Maybe I will. I ain't listening to that I'll, crap no more. Jumping crazy. <laughs> he, said, he said, "I'm not gonna give up on that." I'm not listening to that crap. He's just trying to be a sleep raising, so he can try to beat you by two points. The whole time, but that never happen like, again. To like a week, was it like to like a week? He was just like, "Yeah, and this guy ain't doing it." I signed up like. A few it was days. like it was so many people that signed up or said that they were gonna do it and then bailed out. I had clients, multiple clients, and I mean, granted, um, one of them got hurt in football. And then another yeah. one, he yeah, just ghosted you can't me. Control stuff um, and he was all excited, and then I think he got close. He just ghosted me, and so it is what it is. I mean, I bailed. Um, it's that. So, how do you feel about that? Um, good and bad. I feel I like competition. I like doing stuff with my friends and get out there. But overall, I feel like I made the right decision, especially with everything going on, for me to really progress and push towards the bodybuilding I've come off of everything I'm taking this time to kind of focus on health first um, with everything as well and then I should be hiring my coach this month um, whatever June to beginning of July I'll be you know checking that off and I'll be ready to just go all in on the bodybuilding so uh, I feel good on the aspect I think it was the right thing for me but I feel bad on the aspect of I left you guys hanging which of course I feel bad about and then seeing you guys up there like I mean Obviously, you get a problem from me, like, shit, I want to be up there. Like, I want to be lifting. For sure. Excited, so. Um, so, yeah. Hey, you're so, still there, man. Like, you're yeah, about that, 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 Regardless, that, even if I didn't have out. my clients there, I still would have been there. I definitely. It was full circle. You know, I, I definitely admire the fact that you were there. Yeah. You know, I, I want you to know that it was definitely appreciated. Um, you know, and every after every lift, you were right there at the, you know, the charts saying, you know, look, how you feeling? What are you thinking? Like, what are you, what are you thinking with your numbers? 
you know, and then, you know, you two were talking about the numbers and because, stuff like, like that. Because, like, I was seeing that double. That matters. That, I mean, but that matters, though, because you can see what we can't see. Yeah. Like, when you're pulling, you know, a respectable 540. <laughs> respectable. <laughs> my man. <laughs> my, uh, that's my best. Five, about 540. Five, yeah, 540. I just know, wanted six. That's all I wanted. Yeah, you I know, so know, pulling the respectable high. 540, even after a really bad hip issue, you know, the end of last year. A killer warm-up. Uh, yeah, with a beast warm-up. Um, <laughs> you know, when, when you're pulling that heavy weight and it's literally max effort, Every single muscle in your body is screaming at you, you know, and it's like you don't you don't know that it's moving faster than you think. Oh, you rocked I mean, it. You rocked you, it. You don't hey, know. Like, man, that felt slow. I'm like, bro. <laughs> right. Boom. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it feels slow, but the thing is, is you can see what we can't see, you know, because we feel twice as worse than what it looks like. Yeah, yeah most of the time. You know, I was looking. You put it back sometimes too. You're like, shit, that felt while I was under it. That felt horrible. And then you finish it. You're like, that wasn't that bad. Yeah, oh, you know, and that's just it. Like when I pulled, when I pulled five forty, because I bombed five thirty something in February. So I had a total eighty pound PR from February to now. Which that's a big, that's a big PR. And I switched my stance. Yeah. I went from sumo to conventional. Yeah. Um, but big change for a in lot the of you know in the in the in the conventional pull my five forty. Dude, I'm going to tell you what, it was just, instead of spending a lot of time at the bar, like it was one thing that, you know, Jacob, you know, when he was in training one day, he's like, dude, just go to the bar and flip and yank it. People you spend know? so much time trying to set up and they fatigue the crap of themselves, their mind and their body. You know, and then there was a guy that was lifting with us, his name was Chad Sizemore, which is a pretty, you know, one of the strongest pound for pound 198 guys there. Yeah. I think he took the first place in his, uh, benched over 400 pounds. You know, pull, yeah. you know, 500 plus. Very respectful, very respectful. You know, for, for the size that he was, he had a really strong bench, man. Um, he opened but, a big squat, too. Yeah, so he went straight to the bar and yanked it. And I was like, yeah, that's all it takes right there. So, so I didn't even think about it. Like, all right, let's go. I was like, I was like, Jacob's right, don't even think about it. Just go, get in your position, squat, push the world away. Justin Slate, uh, like I said, last, JT, last, yeah. last meet, last meet he, he would ha- he'd take so long, this meet, he cut cut his time in half, and his deadlifts were like so much better, so much yeah. cleaner, and a lot more weight too. Yeah, he definitely he definitely got stronger, and absolutely. You know, dude, when you build these relationships with these people, I, I mean, love it, seeing. You people. know, walk with new friends and oh, people man, from Rotary. So there are two boys there. Uh, this guy came up to me. He's like, "Hey, you're a coach. Um, this guy's the first meet. Never done anything before. I've only done one meet. Can you help us out?" And I retaught the kid how to squat because he wasn't hitting parallel. I was like. You got to hit parallel. That was just like, I think, oh, 25 man. on the side. What I'm a, like, you're not hitting depth yet. I'm like, let's go. What so a I, day to I got him. there, and I was That's like, good. shit. Or then, like, James, because you got him to squat, and he finally decided, you know, last too. minute. I'm so glad he did. But I was like, man, I talked to him 12 weeks ago. I'm like, I told you you can do it. You can do it. So that day, I'm like, all right, we got to teach you how to squat. Because he goes up to the bar, falls over with it. Like, just not squatting. I'm like, okay, so not we can't do it this way. Yeah. And I'm like, we got to figure out how to teach you to squat. So the day of the meet, I teach him how to squat with one leg. Yeah, yeah that's that was pretty, fantastic. His two fifteen on that one leg, I was like, "What? Well, he had so much more in him." We were very conservative with that. But his next one, he wants to do another one. I think in September he was talking about. Yeah, he said. He, I think that. it's the X Factor. Yeah, in September. Yeah, it's up at um. So this Richmond, week down in Richmond, I'll call him out on it. He's like, "I just kind of want to do my own thing for a week and have some fun." I'm like, "Your funeral, bud, bro." I mean, everything's been pretty low reps. I mean, we had some higher volume going into it, and um, at the beginning of the prep, and then cut it down and everything, of course. 
but he's like, I'm just gonna do drop sits on everything this week. Apparently, Ooh, and, oh, yeah, I did not bad idea. condone this. I was like, don't do it. He's like, don't do it. I'm like, oh, I'm not your, mo- I'm not your mom, but you better listen. No, he is sore. He is torn up. He had fun, but he's torn up. And I'm like, you shouldn't have done that. So the, the you know Trevor was like, look, I would encourage like after the deadlift, dude, my back. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he was telling me all weekend. He was like, dude, my back's destroyed. I didn't fit. It was my glutes for me. My glutes were freaking fried. My back. Oh, my back was fine. Like if I bent over, it it just it felt so weak that I I could have just fell down and stayed there. You know, but it was, it took, it took about three or four days for it to finally, you know, get back, you know, to where it wasn't so, wasn't so sore. And like, I even kept looking at my video because the, like, did I mess up? No, I mean, I'm looking at it. I'm like, man, is my, is my back rounded in this thing? But I mean, my form stayed, you know, spotless all the way through it. But the inside of my body was bent and tearing and pulling and yeah, I don't feel good dude I was just like I'm not dropping this I was like Jacob's not beating me and I pulled that 540 and the douchebag pulled 601 <laughs> 2.2 not, not only that man but you dropped 620 who, whose idea was to do that anyways what? wasn't mine the 601 620? Oh, the 620? Was no, it was you or you? Yeah, but which one was it? You or you? It was me. Because they had three, they, meets, they had three meets the same day oh. in three different locations. So I would have had it for like so that video that recapped out in California. I don't know what the guy's page was. James sent that to me, but they talked about you guys. And all I know. talked about James. I was like, that was cool. Yeah. Over, yeah. 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 I talked about how cool. respectful his weight was. Yeah, yeah, and how I pulled over. What an insult. What an insult to injury. What it made it worse when he's like, he's like, Jacob Haunted or Hanunard because he didn't pronounce my name right. Pulling almost three times. His body weight, and then with the still respectable weight by Josh Ellis, name pronounced correctly. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> I laughing that I was like, yeah, I'm gonna send it to these guys. They're gonna appreciate this. Man, and like when I seen it, he started talking, I didn't even think nothing about it. So I went back and listened to it because I didn't even finish listening to it when he had sent it. And uh, <laughs> I was listening to the gym as I pulled it. Yeah. And as, as he pulled in, I was listening to... I was laughing. I had, it was actually on the speaker. So, dude, it was loud. I was like, what? I respect... I respect respectable. I was like, dude, what do you deadlift? What's your pull? Dude, he lit him hey, up. How, how crazy would it be if he was like, oh... Seven, uh, eight. <laughs> yeah, seven, seven hundred or eight hundred. I'm like, dude, are you serious right now? Mm. But no, it was... Um, Speaking of respectable... People see me like, man, John, you're massive, this, this, and that. I'm 23. Oh, you're about to turn 23 in a month. You know, I don't feel like I'm that great. I found out Giovanni, for some reason, I thought he was 27, 26. Motherfucker's 23. Giovanni uh, over yeah, at I thought, I, thought, I thought that already knew that. Oh, I didn't know he was 23. He posted something about, on a story that said 23 years old, 270 pounds. Guy's yoked. I'm like, you comparing yourself. Yeah, man. I mean, he's pretty cut up right now. For being, mm. like, I guess he gotten real big for a time there. But, like, he was good. And he's strong as shit. I mean, he did five plates for 20 reps. The other day on deadlift, five plays for 20 reps. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. So I see that and I'm like, shit. <laughs> I was like, hey, man. hey, man. It's motivation, dude. It's what about motivation. you? Worry about you. So you said, uh, huh? I said, worry about you. Yeah. 
you know? Yeah, but you gotta have that. You, man, you gotta have that rabbit to chase. I'll fight with somebody. You gotta have that rabbit to chase. Speaking of, you mentioned podcasts and teams and stuff. So, a guy I'm looking to hire, Mark Tomnack, Tomnack Trained, um, is his company. He just started a podcast. I'll shoot to you guys, too. Oh, yeah. Sweet. So, you, you had mentioned earlier that you're off, you know, you pretty much come off everything. Um, like, what's your, what's your plans going forward? Going forward, so, get healthy. I'm getting blood work done. Um, probably the moment PCT and everything's over. No, now that's all out there for everybody. Um, <laughs> um, off and then get blood work done after that. See where I'm at and then whatever coach says goes. Um, I'll definitely be on again. I know that if I plan on going pro. However, um, if it, I, I plan on going pro. So, but if my plan is to go pro, I know it has to be there. If I plan not to, then then no, I wouldn't push it. I think I would just leave it. But we'll see where things add to because. Uh, I have no idea whether or not I'm going to rebound and be able to create testosterone on my own. Like, there's so many ifs that you don't know. And so we'll see how that goes when I get blood work done. But um, whatever coach says, we'll do whatever. As long as have this fight, you got to have somebody you trust. Because at that point, I want to have someone who's not going to kill me or mess up my freaking You don't everything. need help doing that. <laughs> no, you are accidentally pro. Dude, I don't <laughs> You don't need help. I, do, I, I have the worst luck. Hoping that you need help. You need car. help. <laughs> Dude, crushing yourself. So, you know how my AC went out and everything? Did I tell you that? My AC went out? Yeah, your air conditioner. Yeah, air conditioner. So, I would get a window unit. And I have Kitty. I'm like, hold this real quick. She's oh. on her phone. Grabs one end. The thing goes to fall out the window. The, her brother-in-law's truck is right underneath it. Nice. I catch the freaking AC unit. I'm like, oh, Kitty, pay attention. I almost dropped an AC unit on her brother-in-law's truck. That would have wow. sucked. We would have just smashed that car. Yeah. Oh. oh it's already broken. But we caught it. Yeah. It's, we it's, caught it. Just, so just, dig, just twist that knife. As far as shows and Beat things a dead go, horse. <laughs> I don't have any show. That's, I don't know what's all in Virginia. I know they have the Cutler in Virginia um, and around here a lot of shows. Um, I know that next May they have the Orlando Europa and that originally when I wanted to do a physique show back when I was in Arizona, I wanted to do the Europa in Phoenix. And so I feel like that would be a good first show, but that's a huge travel distance for a first show and a lot yeah. of money. So yeah. we'll see what Coach says, what time it timeline everything's going to be at fix whatever issues i have get better put on more tissue and then go into practice you've got a great build yeah, and awesome. especially for being off of everything you still look great and uh like where i don't feel so great you <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. but when when you when you you know start doing your thing get a coach you're gonna you're gonna blow up man it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy it's gonna so be from a- from on to off what do you weigh what's the difference um 10 pounds well so 10 so in january Back before my body decided to fall apart on me, um, because I'm stupid and do dumb shit. Um, I was at 227, and then I got down for the meet. I wanted to make sure I was at 220, because if I was going to go over, because I was bouncing between 225 and 228, I was trying to push up to 230, and I figured no one's going to be competing at 242. I was like, who's texting me? My bad, that's my wife. <laughs> um, sorry. Um, but as far as trying to make weight for the meet... I figured if I competed at the 242, just barely over 220, it would feel shitty because I wasn't going to compete against anybody to not one guy showed up or whatever. But I'd take the competitive route and end up with my second place to Jordan Barrios. It's okay. I'll accept it. I might cry a little at night about it, but it's all right. No, um, but anyway, so I decided to compete at 220. So I was like 219, 218. And then I've been bouncing between 218 and 222, and I feel like I've been able to push my weight up. And I think part of that is being on for too long and not checking my health probably, some toxicity or whatever else. I don't really know. Um, we'll find out. But um, coming off everything, like, I'm down from about 220, so I'm at 214.2. So between 6 to 10 pounds, depending on the day or whatever, probably. So that I feel like a lot. a lot of that's fluid? Probably. My water tension's down. I'm, my muscles my legs are a little leaner. I know I'm also uh, holding a little bit more water around my stomach. Um, 
that I wasn't before, but I don't know if that's just maybe we get a little chubby, but I, I don't know. I, I, everything feels better than it was last time I was at 214. We'll put it that way. It looked a lot better than I did last time I was at 214. That's, that's all that matters. Yeah. Just so be good. safe, man. That's the thing. Be safe. Yeah, making proper guidance. And I do a lot of research on everything. But as almost to the point, you feel like you read too much, you analyze too much, and then you don't know what the truth is kind of thing. So having somebody that you trust or a trusted resource to go to. Because whether it's lifting, I mean, or eating, people say, oh, don't eat this much protein. Oh, you need to eat that much protein. Like, yeah. And at the end of the day, you got to look at what works, what doesn't, and have somebody you really trust guide you. Because if you're sitting there trying everything, you're not going to get anywhere. You have to focus on – like you can't do the conscient method and – do linear progression at the same time you, you have to find a way to stick to one thing yeah. otherwise you're just going to be running in every direction and not get very far all right. All right. cool I believe that's it for today so we will see you next time on the Iron Legacy Podcast your host John Garner find me on Instagram at the Iron Lion underscore official and at LS Joshua M and you can find Jacob at um Jacob C Jacob C Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We will be back, and better than ever, hopefully. Um, like, share, leave a review, all of that good stuff. Let's spread the word. It's grind time, baby.